Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new podcast regarding uh, bank earnings season. So JP Morgan, Citigroup and Wells Fargo all report their second quarter earnings uh, this Friday before market open. In general, just a quick reminder that the Dow Jones US Bank Index uh, in the beginning of the year, uh, it, has, it was significantly down actually remember the failure of u.s banks so that uh, let the u.s uh, uh, the u.s bank index significantly lower however the index ticked high recently after major lenders cleared the fed's annual stress test coupled with raised expectations over further rate hikes by the central bank now let's have a look uh, one by one uh, jp morgan well citigroup and wells fargo JP Morgan is the world's largest bank by market capitalization with over $410 billion. As you already know, it offers a range of financial and investment banking services products in all capital markets, including advising on corporate strategy and structure, capital raising in equity and debt markets, risk management, market um, making in cash securities and derivative instruments, brokerage and research. Last year, JP Morgan reported sales that reached a record high at $128.7 billion, which is something that is uh, up over 5.7% from 2021. This marked the seventh annual consecutive sales gains for the firm. Total net uh, uh, hitted $37.7 billion, below uh, $48.3 billion that it was seen in 2021. The very first quarter of this year, uh, the bank displayed resilience uh, fundamentally. Solid uh, trading volumes, invest, investment banking fees, net interest margin, and income from mortgage banking something that led to a report to report the sales hitting 39.2 billion that it was over 27% from the same period last year however by comparing jp morgan performance uh, with city we can say that it was performed better than city equity sales and trading and uh, equity capital uh, markets as well on the other hand jp morgan outperformed Bank of America in every category except the fixed income currencies and commodities. All in all, the U.S. banking institution remains healthy in general, proven by the Fed's stress test conducted recently. The earnings per share of J.P. Morgan in 2022 was down by 21%, contracted actually by 21%, uh, while in the first quarter uh, this year, uh, reported uh, uh, that the earnings per share uh, will come up well, it came up sorry at 4.10 dollars compared to the 2.63 figure in the same period last year higher interest rates may serve as positive catalyst for the banks economists and analysts however forecast that uh, JP Morgan sales uh, will hit in this upcoming announcement 39.2 billion this is uh, somewhere around a 2.35% rise from the previous quarter and up to 27.7% from the same period last year. So expectations for earnings per share, per share stood at $3.94. That is slightly lower than what we have seen in the very first quarter of the year 
but still higher than the second quarter last year. Now, let's move on to Citigroup. Citigroup, another uh, big uh, merger of banking giant Citicorp and financial um, uh, travelers group back in 1998, has a market capital over $88 billion. It operates through global consumer banking, institutional cl clients group, um, uh, along with fixed income, equity research, uh, sales and trading, foreign exchange, prime brokerage, derivative services, investment banking, advisory services, private banking, trade finance, and security services, and corporate and other uh, other uh, technical such as technology expenses, uh, global operations, and allocated ones, and so on and so forth. Now. It reported a sales um, last year, I mean Citigroup, Citigroup reported sales last year, generally met market expectations uh, in regards to 2022. 20, so it, they were around $75.3 billion. So this was the best performance ever since 2015. Something that comes in contrast with the 2021 and 2022. So it was a, a pretty, pretty solid performance last year. This year, it reported uh, in the first quarter sales that jumped by 12% in a year-on-year -year basis and 19% in a quarter-on-quarter -quarter basis. So that was somewhere around $21.4 billion. Again, similar with um, JP Morgan driven by higher revenue. While its net income has mounted to 4.6 billion, which is also up for the year, uh, around 7% actually from uh, 2022. So in regards to the earnings per share, earnings per share for Citigroup in the very first quarter of 2023, he did $7. That was down by 31% from the previous year. This quarter, in this coming quarter, analysts forecast the sales of Citigroup to hit $19.5 billion. That's something uh, lower, significantly lower, uh, than the previous quarter. So that, that it shows a contraction by 9% contraction by from the previous quarter and slightly below uh, the second quarter of 2022. On the other hand, earnings per share is expected to be down over 39% um, both quarterly and annually to $1.39 from the $7 seen in the very first quarter of 2023. Now, last but not least is Wealth Fargo, uh, another diversified and community-based financial service uh, company also engaged in the provision of banking, investments, insurance, mortgage, uh, pro mortgage uh, products and services, as well as consumer and commercial finance. Its market capital is somewhere around $160 billion. So, nonetheless, the total sales revenue of Wells Fargo were below $80 billion for the past three years. 
I was, uh, other than the pandemic, of course, all this deterioration in the economy, uh, the series of internal issues such as federal regulatory fines, fake account scandals, outstanding litigation, uh, consumer remediation, these are uh, things that the last three years have hit significantly the bank. Now, in regards to the earnings, in the very first quarter uh, this year, Wells Fargo reported a $20.7 billion in sales revenue, much above the um, consensus estimate uh, that was seen, um, which is somewhere around uh, $19.7 billion. Net income was also up over 30% in a year-on-year -year basis, uh, which is somewhere nearly $5 billion. And its per share was reported at 3.14% in 2022, while in the very first quarter in 2023, the earnings per share hit at $1.23, which is the one-third um, uh, in, compar in comparison with the 2022. So it was a, a big slap around 39%, 30, sorry, 36% decline to be more precise. So, in regards to the coming earnings announcement on Friday, analysts forecast the sales of the bank to be slightly down to $20.1 billion, while earnings per share is expected to reach $1.18. So, another uh, dismal um, uh, earnings season for, uh, for Wells Fargo. Now, Let's finish our podcast with some technical analysis for all three banks. On the weekly chart, JP Morgan traded above 100 weeks simple moving average, currently testing the uh, 61.8 Fibonacci extension and $146. A close above this level may indicate continuous correction of the downtrend extended from October 2021 up to October of, up to 2022. Another key level will be the $158, which is the 78.6 Fibonacci extension, and this will be the next resistance to watch. Otherwise, if the bullish breakout is unsuccessful, the 100-week uh, simple moving average, uh, which will intersect with the 50% Fibonacci extension at $137, remains the nearest support to watch. Now, Citigroup. Citigroup remains pressure below 100 weeks in moving average, while it has remained ranked bound below $50 since second quarter 2022. It hit $40 in October last year, which was in the lowest since May 2022. Prior to the support, the firm share price may need to test $42. Otherwise, uh, any rebound will keep resistance uh, at $50 in focus, followed by the 100-week simple moving average and the $56, which is a 50% Fibonacci extension. Last but not least is Wells Fargo, which is traded higher since gaining ground the first quarter this year, with lows at $35.25. By the end of the second quarter 2023, the firm share price closed above uh, $40.50, which is the 50% Fibonacci extension. It may still need to overcome resistance at $45, 
uh, and the 100 weeks simple moving average, and also a trend line formed by the high seen in February 2022 up to February 2023 to begin another uptrend. As long as these levels remain unbroken, downside pressure downside pressure remains with 50 40.50 dollars serving as the nearest support support followed by 36 dollars and 29 dollars which um uh, represent the 68 61.8% and 78.6% fibonacci extension thank you very much